Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mentally in the game. Who's number one? What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Who's Number One, the podcast, episode 86. I'm joined here with my co-host, Michael Sears. I'm Chase Smith. Man, coming off of a great weekend of professional jiu-jitsu, we saw a fight to win 146 that had Edwin Najmi uh, submit with flying colors, Osvaldo Cachino Moizinho, and uh, Andrew Wilsey also had a standout showing there. Kyle Terra also picked up the win. But a big night also went down at Third Coast Grappling Kumite 4 where the legendary cyborg Abreu uh, took out, man, three of the best up-and-coming talents in the game. We're yeah. going to have him on the line in just a minute here, but before we get going, we got to preview some of the stuff coming up this weekend. First off, Spider is back. Yeah. First event from Spider uh, since November. Really, really excited to see those guys get going again. It's going to be a purple and brown belt eight-man bracket with the winner securing a spot for their November or December championship. It's called the Road to Black. And three, the top three on the podium will qualify for that November event. It's got names like wow. Fabricio Andre is in there. Uh, a guy from Aries Jiu-Jitsu is in there who had a great match of fight to win recently. And it's going to be a lot of local talent yeah, from Kevin Korea Carrasco, as well. Kevin Carrasco, the world champion. Uh, there's a few, uh, three color belt world champions I know about in there. Carrasco, uh, Diego Sadre, younger brother of Alex Sadre, and Fabricio Andre from Alliance. So that's going to be exciting. Also, fight to win 147. That's coming up this weekend. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Lovato Jr. is back on the card. He'll be taking on uh, Hel- Hel- Helen Jr., correct? Helen Jr. Uh, who else is on there? It's Jonathan Alves versus Manuel Hibamar and Luisa Montero versus Elizabeth Clay, which I assume is a Nogi match. So, yeah, but another weekend with, with, with two events. Uh, like like we always tell people about when they come on here, ADCC 2021 is going to be on Flow Grappling. All eight trials this time, starting with the uh, European trials in October, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flow Films, go check them out. There's a Keenan film, there's a Levi film, Leandro, Wrestling versus Grappling, more to come. And uh, also, rankings updates. There's uh, Nogi rankings coming this week. And BJJ Stars. Yeah, stoked on BJJ Stars. We're going to have a lot of big names in that. Felipe Penis taking on Kynan Duarte in the main event. Lucas Hulk Barbosa is taking on Leandro Lowe. That is also fire. We have Zaki Bahayens versus Claudio Calasanz is on the card. A lot, a lot of fire matchups. There's over 15, I believe, like A-class matchups. 
and that'll be again next weekend for our viewers based in Canada, United States, and Mexico. But uh, without further ado, I think it's time to bring on the champ, Roberto Cyborg Abreu. Are you here, my friend? How you doing? Going. Man, what an incredible performance. It was a, a real pleasure to watch you do your thing. How are you feeling today now you've had a, a couple days there to recover and, and reflect? Oh my God. Jeez. The police and all of that, but it's cool. We're going to have the rest of the week to rest. I guess so, man. That's uh, unfortunate. Car. Jeez. That person's brave, man. They have no idea who they're stealing from. Yeah. <laughs> there, goes Cyborg. there goes your $10,000 check right there. Got to go buy a new car. Well, thanks, 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 God, to have insurance, right? <laughs> yeah. Here in the U.S., the good things, insurance covers everything, man. Yeah, yeah. So, man, how you feeling right now? You're, you're on a tear. I mean, you Undefeated had, in 2020. Undefeated in 2020. Let me pull up. You had to fight to win. You had third coast. What other matches you had in 2020? We had a um, we start 2020. I started. I think my first match in 2020 with was with Lovato. No, it was yeah, it was with Lovato. So and we sub did uh, sub stars. So I had a great match against uh, legend Lovato Junior. Man, a great friend and someone yeah. who I look up for a lot. So it was super cool to go against him. And then afterwards, I fought Miami Open here. I took uh, weight in absolute. So like it's like one decade of. Weight and absolute of Miami Open straight, strict, and and then after and then right after the week after I had Kasai. Yeah, Kasai Pro Seven. Yeah, and then coming back and then we had all the Corona thing and then we're the first ones to come back and fight win. I got to fight Trator and now Third Coast. You've been really busy for half the year being shut down, man. That's a lot of a lot of work. Yeah, man. Like again, like we do like. Uh, what I like about it is like to keep, keep to keep the mind active, you know. Yeah. Um, now, especially now, the moment we're living in, you know, like uh, there's just so much going on, man. We, uh, it's important for us to always focus on the positive, you know, and uh, do what we can do, you know. Whenever you, you you can't do what you have to do, you you gotta do what you can do. So what we can do right now is keep the mind busy, you know, like keep on working hard and doing something we love, you know. That's what I said in the interview right after the the event. We're extremely blessed to do something we love, man, and uh, it's super cool for us to have all of these events going on. Um, you know, the the people who actually stayed on the grind um, are are being able to take advantage of it and and you know and fight all of these amazing events that are coming that are happening right now. A lot of professional events, a lot of good money prize um, happening. I come from a time that. There wasn't this much money in jiu-jitsu, you know what I mean? <laughs> Where we used to fight, man, for medals that was, you know, like uh, like little, little medals with no yeah. money in. So I'm super happy to, I got to take advantage of this moment right now. You know, like my 
my clock's ticking, you know, like I'm not getting any younger, so I want to fight as much as I possibly can, and, you know, like, uh, I feel great, I feel in the best, uh, best time of my career right now, to tell the truth, you know, like, I feel healthier, healthier than ever, you know, but I know that, you know, like, I'm going to be 30, turn 40 this year, and eventually, one day, I'm going to have to get old. So, I don't believe it, man. I gotta, I, 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 what I gotta, gotta do right now. I'll believe it when I see it. We said it last summer, like still here. This summer, still here. I think next summer, still here. So yeah. it's fun to well, watch, man. I, I I will say at least three more summers ahead of us for sure. No, for for I think three more years. It's like it's easy for me to be to be on top. You know. So. Uh... How did you feel about your performance there, man? I mean, you won by submission. You beat three tough opponents. How, how, what was the experience like for you? It was an amazing experience. It was everything happened the way I planned, you know? Um, I believe, like, one thing that, you know, I, I believe that I take advantage on is exactly the experience that I have. Um, I came with the mindset. I knew that Arnaldo was, was going to be a tough fight, but I knew that I, would, I was going but it was I could control it more. It's much harder for you to try to control the pace when you go against someone like Roberto Jimenez, for instance, you know? So I took advantage of a lower pace fight against Arnaldo, which is an amazing athlete, man. Um, it was super tough. It was super hard to find any opening on him. So I just took my time and took advantage um, on the opportunity that I've had on the overtime. But truly, on the, on the, on the, regular, on the, on the regular time, I... He didn't really give me any opening to to actually, you know, like, score on him. You know, like, I, I, I am a sniper, you know, I, just, I don't take wrong, wrong shots, you know. So, like, I took my time and I could actually get a, get a reversal on the, on the overtime and it was, it was good. Afterwards, I knew that, you know, I would have either Robert Jimenez or Nick Rod. Both of them would be very physical. And I did my strategy, you know, like came Roberto. Again, the kid's super impressive, you know, like has a lot of energy. I could control the entire fight. And the final against against Andrew, I'm not gonna lie, man. The guy took took his two opponents very fast. I was <laughs> I was tense to go against him, you know. Like the kids I stood. Yeah. But I could put submission there and uh secure the win. So uh how did you feel about that submission? You did that, that uh, what do you call it, the baby guillotine? Yeah, the baby guillotine. So, like, I, I, I felt that, like, you know, like, uh, whenever I, he pulled guard and I got the guard pass in the beginning, I felt that, you know, like, I messed mentally with him a little bit, you know? So he overexposed, trying to get the takedown. And uh, that's one of my great moves, man. I, I love the baby guillotine, so... Um, he exposed too much. His neck stayed on the line, and I, I took it home. You know. Yeah. But it's impressive to see how Felipe Andrew is doing so great nowadays. Um, his performance was amazing, especially taking Hulk in the first round the way he did with the amazing submission he had. Um, I'm not gonna lie, man. I was super tense to go against him. So, I like was even joking with him afterwards, man. What what made what made me tap him out? So fast was the fear that I had of him taking my leg home as well. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's pull that match up. Actually, let's let's replay that thing that we were just showing. Just Caleb, let's just start it at the beginning of the match. And uh, this is you versus Felipe in, in the final. I uh, 
had thought I put a highlight in here, but actually it's the entire match. So we'll just we'll just watch this thing because it's, it's pretty quick. What were you thinking going into this? What were you were you thinking? Look out for the triangle. Look out for what are you what are you thinking? No, like I just I just like I'm like I I I trust on my positioning. You know, I know that I position myself very well. So the the main thing there was uh, my my fight with Roberto took a lot of energy. You know, like I was yeah, out of, sure. after that fight, I was super tired. You know. So I was just like more like trying to, you know, I knew that Felipe was going to come 100%, um, especially because he got two finishes, you know, like he got, especially in the second fight, it was a fast submission. So he was, he had more gas and he saw that my fought, fight with um, Roberto was, was, was something that I spent more energy. So I knew he was going to come, you know, 100% trying to take advantage of it. So I was on so my mind was just like more like controlling him, taking advantage of of his exposures, and and administrating. Like I really thought that was going we we're going to, you know, like we we're going to distance, you know, like but um, it was good enough that I got got submission before the time run out. Yeah, so let's get let's skip forward a little bit until we get to where the actual match starts, and. Uh... We'll discuss it a little bit. Here we go. Yeah, so Felipe is not a guy known too much for his no-gi athletes. Obviously, he won uh, the absolute in the, in the gi uh, at Euros, tapped Keenan. But, I mean, yeah, he he looked like a killer going into this. He tapped Hulk, which doesn't happen very often with a triangle, and then he heel-hooked Gabriel Almeida. So here, here you go. Third coast grappling, 10K on the line. Man, you looked really dominant in this match. <laughs> Yeah, like, again, you know, like I hold back, you know, if you guys saw my, my Kasai competition as well, you know, like I administrate, so I I have I have all the energy for the finals, you know. So this was the same thing, you know, like I try not to expose too much of my game before the final match, you know. Even with Robertinho, I didn't put too much energy on passing his guard. Yeah. You know, like I was just administrating more, you know, like the the, the takedowns and stuff like that. You know, like, but whenever it came to the finals now, I knew that I didn't want to be playing too much in front of Felipe's guard, you know, because I believe that he's more, like, he's harder, like, he's heavier, and he's, he's super sharp on his on, on his attacks. So I went to the guard pass right away. Um, right there, whenever I got side control, I tried to go to Akimura that I do there from side control, but he got to, right now, when I tried to switch the base to go for it, um, he got to scoop his his knee between me and him and and create the opening. Good, yeah. So like I was just trying to flow to be one step ahead of him, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, the one thing that you know, like that I believe that you have to do is always be one step out of your opponent all the time. You know, if I don't feel comfortable in a position enough to control, I'm not gonna be there. You know, I never, I never, I never get greedy. I never force the situation. You know. So the moment I'm not comfortable anymore, I'm just out. And uh, as soon as I'm, I'm ahead of him there, I know that he had to expose. And he's not someone who holds back. I know he was going to be attacking. So right there, I was, uh, I was waiting for waiting for him to expose already. You know? Um, you can see that, you know, like, Felipe is an amazing athlete. But for sure, there is more experience that he has to acquire on the Nogi scene, you know? Um there, for instance, you see that he shot, and as soon as I control his neck, he never, like, he dropped to his knees, which gave me the time to actually readjust my hands. Mm. 
and have the and, and actually set up the game, the baby guillotine. And um, and as soon as I put his head in the middle of my sternum, man, that's no way out, you know. <laughs> yeah, he, he so, tapped pretty quick once he made that adjustment. <laughs> yeah, it looked pretty vicious. It was uh, deep. It so, was deep. Uh, why do you call a lot of people call it the ten finger guillotine? Why do you call it the baby guillotine? How do you how do you start calling it that? I don't know, man. I've learned I, I've learned with that name. Yeah, the baby guillotine. <laughs> I just learned with that name. Yeah, and I love doing it. I love doing it. I do it. I do it from everywhere. You know, uh, in, we know that you know in nogi. Um, single leg attempts and headlocks are always there. I'm, I, I I never drop to a regular guillotine. I never drop to the to the ground with a regular guillotine. So that's the only way of guillotine I do. You know, because if I miss there, I still have the headlock control. I can go to the back. I can tr attempt other takedowns. But that's my favorite. I never drop to my back to actually finish a guillotine. Okay. You know? Interesting. So, that's a good point there for people watching at home. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, you know, I know there's people who feel comfortable doing so. That's not me. You know, if I have top position, I'm going to remain on top position. You know what I mean? If you drop to a guillotine and, and your opponent gets to escape his head, a lot of times he can have your legs and things like that. He can capitalize, get points on you. I rather always make sure that I break the grips out of my legs. So there I have a free neck to attack. And if I don't have the neck, either I do the cow catcher which I finished Jackson Souls at the Worlds, no gi. Yeah. Or I just go to the back where I drop them with, um, with, uh, drop them with like, I don't know, like there's a bunch of, a bunch of takedowns that I can do out of headlock that I do, you know, with over, under, with under, under hooks and, yeah. and so on. You, you, uh, you went from a front headlock with the under hook. That's how you beat Arnaldo in overtime, right? It's exactly the same position. Yeah. I actually had the baby guillotine Arnaldo as well. But as was a golden score, and I felt that he was going to pull guard, um, I could perfectly go to the. I, I did the went the cow catcher. Yeah. But as I want to secure him, you know, because I only needed two points to let it go of the neck and just secure him on the floor. But it was exactly the same position that I had Ronaldo on a, on a, on a, on the first match. Yeah. Then we saw some classic. Uh... Cyborg uh, suplex action against Roberto. But the, the air overtime. cyborg action. How good does it feel to hit one of those in competition? Because it's always it's always fun as a fan. I know that. Yeah, man, I, I love that move, man. If someone get, lets me take, go to their back. If they stand up, they're gonna fly. There's no way out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have done. I have hit like multiple times. Gi no gi. It's a signature of my fights already. You know, if I get to go to the back and the guy stands up, they're gonna they're gonna create wings. You know. So it was it was cool to be able to hit on Roberto. Um, the kid's amazing, man. I love the kid. You know, like I, I know him since literally he's he's like a yellow belt. I'm a good friends with Gacho, and man, I have I have a picture signing his belt when when he was still like I don't know 11, 12 years old or something like that. And being able to compete with him now and and feel him so focused on the fight, you know. Mm. I even played with him in the end. Like man, you. You gotta stop. Like whenever you fight me again, man, you gotta, you gotta secure the pace. You come too too fast. You gotta respect the age. It was like, <laughs> it was like master. I'll respect you outside of the mats. Inside, I'm gonna go to war. You yeah. know, and so cool. But because that's that's all we want, right? Outside, man. You know, like I love the kid. I love his family, and but inside the mat, I even feel honored. You know, to do such a great match with the kid and. And see him getting out of his comfort zone. He stood up. He wrestled with me. He has no fear in him. You know what I mean? Like he really, he's really a champion. You know, and uh, this kid's gonna, he's gonna be for sure 
one of the greats one day. You know, uh, yeah. so much potential, man. Can you imagine 20 years old and have that level of jiu-jitsu? You know what I mean? Has already proven back-to-back yeah. back multiple times. So I feel I feel super blessed to be able to still, man, be here and compete against these kids and um, perform good against these kids. Yeah, I mean, uh, he showed a lot. I mean, he beat uh, Nicky Rod in the match before, who he's probably outweighed by 30, 40 pounds. So that was pretty impressive. Yeah, and he, like, just from that bracket, he submitted uh, Felipe Andrew as well. Yeah, beat Keenan. Um, yeah, he beat Keenan, you know what Monica I mean? So, like, he's there, man. Yeah. He's there, you know, like, it's just a lot of, like, he's a he's a submission hunter as well, you know? And I see that a lot of these kids, one thing that they just come forward, you know? Like, whenever I was their age, I used to be the same way, you know? I just want to fight, you know? Um, with experience, you learn how to, like, how to win without exposing so much, you know? And But they have the energy and they have the time, man. So, you know, he's, he's doing what he's got to do, you know, and he's putting on the line and he's conquering many great things. So I'm, I'm super happy to be able to compete against these kids, man. Uh, and he's still on top, you know. I see a lot of the – one thing that's super funny, man, that doesn't matter how much I win, I'm always the underdog nowadays, you know. <laughs> Doesn't matter how much I win. I'm undefeated this year. Everybody, who you think I win? I was uh, listening to the, to the on the on the on the guys talking, you know, like uh, on the commentators. Mm. Who you think you're gonna win, guys? Oh no, this guy has it. That guy has it. It's like, boy, I never win. <laughs> but it's good. It's good to be. It's good you to be the other dog. Who picked him? Uh, so in in the bracket, not, not in the commentary, but in the bracket, we did a we did a predictions article. I picked you coming out on top, but I thought you'd face Hulk in the in the final. Uh, but yeah. that's close enough. Chase, I got, I got Chase, the winner. Chase has got your <laughs> back. Uh, so we saw a little bit of that veteran experience out of you. That like you're talking about, you paced yourself, right? Like you could really tell, like just being there watching. It's like okay, Cyborg saved his his energy for the final, right? That, that's that's what you're thinking yeah. going out there, right? Which is probably something you wouldn't have done when you were younger. Yeah, that's it. You know, and like even when I finished my first fight and I and I and I came out and Andre was outside, you know. And then I came out and Andre looked at me, it's like you're just cooking right now, huh? You're just <laughs> taking your time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, like Andre's like a very experienced uh athlete and like I told him it's like, yeah man, look, I'm here for for the beast that you're bringing at me. You know what I mean? So I gotta secure the energy, you know, like the the gas tank has to last three fights, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I got to, I, 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 you know, like if you have the opportunity of winning without spending so much, that's what you got to do. You know what I mean? So um, I pace myself in a way that, you know, going to be able to last and, and spend the energy when it's needed. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, so what's next for you, man? What are you, what are you thinking to do next? You got any uh, matches you want or how often you, you think you're going to compete or what are your plans coming up? I don't, like truly right now, like man, I like I don't have anything on point. You know, I spoke to Seth and he said that um, there is some opportunities coming up. We never actually close any deal for the month of July just yet. I know that Subversive is coming to Miami, and we're gonna, you know, it's gonna be super cool to have to have fight to win here in our backyard. We're gonna have many of our competitors competing. Subversive is gonna be here, so we're gonna have a team competing at Subversive. And seems like I'm gonna be able to fight Mateus Denise okay. um, on that event. I've never fought Mateus before. Mm. I don't know if he has accepted that fight, but that's the name that um, Seth has asked me. And so I don't know if that went through or not. So I'm still waiting. 
But as of right now, I know that um, I'm going to be competing at at Fight to Win here and Subversive. Is, I believe it's going to be August 6th or 7th, something like yeah. that. So I'm excited for that, man. But other than, other than that, I'm just folks, focusing here at the school. Now it's not, you know, like it's not, it's not, it's not an easy time. It's not an easy moment for our school owners. You know, like, man, so much ups and downs. And we, we lost probably over 100 students mm. over this corona thing. You know what I mean? And uh, having a gym here in Miami is not, is not cheap. You know, so we're doing our best here to make a safe environment for our students, um, to control the, the madness as soon as, as soon as possible and to keep the business open. You know what I mean? I know that there's, there's a bunch of people suffering out there, man. And, uh, and, uh, our business is not any different. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to administrate as much as I possibly can, you know, the, the being an athlete and being a, a business owner, business owner at the same time. You know, like man, even just to come to this third coast was was a roller coaster of emotions, man. You know, the week off, these guys shut our school down, and then everything was going watered down, and then out of nowhere they reopen, and we lost a bunch of students just because of that uncertainty. You know what I mean? So I'm just focusing on my business right now and try to do whatever I can into you know keeping my students motivated and keeping the keeping the 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 atmosphere um, as good as possible and keeping inspiring people around me, you know what I mean? Because there's, it's just so hard for everybody, you know, man. Uh, there's a lot of people losing their jobs, you know, like uh, uh, worried about their families. And uh, it's just like a, it's a wave of fear going on out there. And, and you know, like at, us as leaders, you know, we have the role of trying to inspire people and try to keep them on their toes. You know what I mean? Um, hardship is going to come our way and, and leaders have the job to be to keep inspiring now and motivating people into not, into not letting it go, not letting them, themselves go, not letting um, all this wave of fear you know take over them and 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 pushing them away of things that make them healthy. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. I I feel that that's my whole right now, my, my role right now. You know? Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking this yesterday because there's so many big, major issues going on in there in the world that I think mental health is a huge issue that's being overlooked because I think there's a lot of people in bad situations. And then the uncertainty will mess with you too. Just like you said, like one day your gym's open, then you think it's going to close, then it's open. There's just so much uncertainty about the future that people aren't used to that I think mentally, yeah, a lot of people are going to have a hard time dealing with this, right? Yeah, man, if there's something that Jiu-Jitsu always teaches us exactly that, you know, not giving up, you know, it doesn't matter how hard is the struggle you have to be one step ahead you have to be you know you have like competition right you have to you know like secure your energy so you so you have the energy to spend on on the greater 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 battles come your way you know like mental strength you know self-control is all those great things that jiu-jitsu gives to us that we have to translate to life you know but again man any every one of us needs needs uh needs a safe spot you know and every one of us need someone to be motivating us and to be looking up to, you know, and uh, uh, us as leaders, we have that role, you know, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie, man, like before uh, third coast, uh, I, I accept the fight with two weeks notice. And as soon as, as soon as they told me that the gym was going to close, almost I didn't go to fight, you know, because uh, mentally I wasn't there, but you know, like for my students and for everybody who look up to me, you know, I felt the responsibility of facing the challenge, you know, 
I talk about facing challenges all the time, you know, and uh, I couldn't let myself go, you know, because if I wasn't going, if I, if I wouldn't go to compete, I wouldn't do what I preach, you know what I mean? And we can't just fight when, when the time is perfect. Yeah. We have to fight when we have to fight, Absolutely. you know what I mean? And we are all fighters, you know? So we have to face the struggles, we have to face the uncertainty, and we have to face before anything the fear, you know? So I believe that, you know, like that was another one of those challenges, not only physical, but mental for me to go out there and push myself into conquering another title. But most importantly, to be uh, to be an example for everybody who's out there. You know what I mean? Because I'm on exactly the same spot, man. People say, oh, but you do it because you're cyborg, man. Like there's there's no such a thing, you know, like everyone goes, you know, like I, I have my down my, my down times as well. I have to I have to battle my mind just like everybody else, you know what I mean? But there's one thing that I choose to be is the cyborg mindset of not giving up and not step backwards. You know what I mean? So those are you know like those are challenges that we can't we can't we can't step back out of it. You know what I mean? So um I feel happy that actually I took the challenge and I went there and I once again came on top. Man, I always love chatting with you, Cyborg. Yeah. I come away feeling no, that, super motivated. That, that, that's great. That's great motivation too, because like you know, I, I talk with athletes, and a lot of people are having trouble putting it together because they're used to being able to things are under control and they can do their training camp and know when Worlds is going to be in this and that. And you got to be able to adapt right now, right? Because stuff is, man. Truly, there's no such a thing as perfect timing to anything. How many times you have done a perfect camp and you go there and you lose the first match? You know what I mean? All of that. And, yeah, you know what I mean. And, and, and life is the same way, you know. Truly, like you know, the events that events that happens in your life, you don't get prepared to an outcome like Corona. You know what I mean, man. But you you have to go through it, you know. And if you go through, you gotta go through it like a champion, right? You can't go, you know, like crying and you know, like uh, you know, like you just gotta you gotta make it happen. You know what I mean? So like there, it's all of those great things that you should brings to our life that. Uh, we're able to 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 translate in actions, you know what I mean, and that's what it is, man. Like this wasn't a perfect time at all for me. I'll tell that that truth, you know. <laughs> yeah. But but it is what it is, you know. Um, I was I was super happy that you know I could go there, man. It was cool that I fought three different uh, three kids that I've never fought before. Um, everything was designed like I was going to compete against the same guys, um, but. You know, like it was great that I could compete with different uh, different athletes um, that have never competed before. I was super happy to do so. And again, you know, if you have a challenge and you don't go, you're already lost. Absolutely. You know, taking the chances, giving yourself a chance to win, you know. Um, and again, if you lose, who cares? You know, you're going to come back, you're going to train more and you're going to go out back there and you're going to do it again. You know, like how many of us have, how many times we've lost? You know, I have lost a million times. Yeah. You know, and it never, I, I never let it get inside of my mind. You know, um, we always say that, you know, like losing moments are the best learning moments. You know what I mean? And I really cherish that. Every time I lose, I feel that I come better, come back better. You know what I mean? And um, there's, because it exposes your weakness, you know? So I, I feel that way, man. You know, every time I have to I have the opportunity of challenging myself, I do so. Although I have, I could have a million excuses why not to do it. I could blame on my age. I could blame on my on my gym. I could blame on the on the timing that we're leaving. But I choose to go out there and fight, you know. 
And I tell my students that, and I have to lead by example. I have to go there and tell them, you know, that all of my words are just not words. I have to prove it. So it's good that, you know, like uh, to put it out there so other people do it as well. You know, like uh, we have many le great leaders in our community and uh, I'm super grateful to like to, to you guys, to flow and to all these great guys who are um, remaining, um, putting the shows out there, man. I know how hard it is for all these events to keep alive, man. It's hard for them to to generate the funds, you know, like like most of them are not even able to have a crowd, which yeah. is hard for them to monetize, you know what I mean? But, you know, they're still out there keeping Jiu-Jitsu alive, you know, and uh, I feel that a lot of people just have criticism um, on on the people who are actually working and trying to make it happen. Mm -hmm. You know, it should, do, it should be the other way around, you know? We, have, we should be more supportive and grateful, you know, for the ones who are actually putting on the line and, and trying to keep it alive, you know? So all the athletes who are still competing, all the events who are still working, to flow grappling who is like, man, send you guys traveling, you know, like, and exposing yourselves to stream everything, you know, like, man, just a huge thanks to you guys, man, for for keeping keeping us alive and to keep you know like to keep letting us do what what we do best. Hey, man, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. And thanks, that's some Cyborg. great advice. A great way to end everything. And uh, thank you so much, Cyborg. I I know you said you're going to compete in August, but hopefully we get to see maybe even before that. Who knows with you? I think I might see you out there, but. Anything yeah. to add before we get out of here? Nah, man, stay safe. I hope things uh, stay uh, normal with the gym. And we'll see you very soon, Cyborg. Thank you so much for the time, and congratulations right, guys, again. Thank you so much for the opportunity, man. And anytime you guys have a way here to Miami, whenever a fight win comes, please spend a couple extra days so you guys can come here to Miami, man, hang out with us, do some training sessions. Well, fix my game. I would love to do you know, it. I like, would love to do it. You know it. Cyborg, do fix some my water game. sports together, you know, like, Jiu-Jitsu for us here is much more than just training. You know, we love the lifestyle and to build the friendship with you guys. You know, So please, next time you guys come by, spend extra days so we can have fun together. Let's make it happen. That was great. Cyborg, take it easy, my friend. We'll talk to you again very soon. All right.